Welcome to the Slowing Down for Christ podcast. I'm your host, Jamie, and each week I'll bring you a new episode on topics that I feel the Holy Spirit has placed on my heart. My hope is that these topics will find you and they will help speak new life into you in whatever season of life you may be in. Let's get started with today's episode. Hi guys, welcome to week five of my podcast. Um, This week is actually going to be more focused on my title, the Slowing Down for Christ podcast. Um, it has to do with just decluttering your life of all of the, the, the sin, the materialistic possessions, the mental possessions. It's just going to focus on how to get rid of all that so that we can truly set our eyes toward the Lord. And um, I, was having, uh, I was having coffee with one of my really good friends this morning, and she has absolutely no idea that I feel the Lord used her as a vessel to speak to me and um, my pastor last night at church he he was used as a vessel to speak to me too and I just thought it was so incredible just so incredible that I felt you know what this is a good topic to create a podcast about so let's dive in Um, the first verse I want to talk about is how there is a time for everything And, um, there's a time to know things. There's a time to not know things. There's a time for prayers to be answered and not to be answered. So in Ecclesiastes chapter three, it said for everything, there is a season and a time for everything, for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted, a time to kill and a time to heal, a time to break down and a time to build up, a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together, a time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing, a time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. There is a time for everything under under heaven, under the heavens. Nothing happens without it being God's will to be done. So when you're praying and you're asking God to bless you with certain things, maybe it's, maybe we need to really take a step back and not just keep asking God for things, but ask him, Lord, what lesson do I need to learn before this prayer is answered? Maybe the prayer isn't going to be answered. Maybe it's not something you're supposed to have, but maybe there's still a lesson that needs to be learned. And as followers of Christ, uh, it can be hard to humble yourself down enough to be willing to accept the fact that sometimes we are not going to get what we want right when we want it. There's always something we can be learning. Um, like, like for me, um, my husband and I, we have been, we've been wanting a house for five years now. We've been wanting to buy a house. And, um, I, I've never been able to wrap my head around why God has not blessed us with our own home up until recently. That is that because I've been able to dive into the Bible so, so much, I have been able to really just to to just digest his word and to be able to drink his living waters. Um, 
I didn't realize the reason why we haven't been blessed with it. And finally, the Lord revealed to me what, what I needed to do. And it's something that I'm going to be focusing a lot more on. But we're, we're always so quick to, to run to God when we want something. But we're never quick to say, God, what is the lesson that I need to learn before this prayer is answered or before you reveal to me what it is that, that I need to know? Because we all need to learn something. Um, and an- another thing is we are, we become so infatuated with materialistic possessions and um, gaining the next bit of knowledge. We literally have the world at our fingertips. And this is part of the decluttering. Like there's materialistic decluttering and then there's the mental decluttering. And it's so important that we, we all learn how to do both. Because you could wake up in the middle of the night and you, you have a question. And your phone's right there. You can get on there, type in your question, and you have so many in, in, information sources to answer that. It, it's not even a guessing game anymore. Like we are all so caught up in making sure that we have our phone on us, making sure that we're caught up with the latest, latest news article. Um, and a lot of these things don't even affect our lives. I, I personally, I stopped watching the news a couple of years ago and it's honestly the most peace I've had in a very long time. Um, I don't know what's going on unless it directly affects me anymore. And I'm okay with that. I really don't care. But, <clears throat> excuse me, we, we have to learn how to, how to step away from everything. Sometimes we need to just take a break and sit down and just talk to God like you're talking to a friend. I mean, that's what he wants after all. He's a very jealous God and he wants all of our attention all the time. Even though we live in a world today where it's just go, 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 go. Um, you know, we're always, we're always, we got to go here. We got to go do this. We have a soccer game. We have practice here, practice there. Or, you know, conferences. It's, it's a never ending battle of staying busy. And God didn't create us to constantly be on the go. He wants us to be able to rest. He even says in the Bible, ask and you shall receive. If you need rest, he'll give it to you. Sometimes it might not be in the best way because he knows how stubborn some of us are. And when I ask God for rest, I usually end up getting so sick that I can't get out of bed. Well, I'm resting. I just didn't specify what kind of rest I wanted. And he knows how stubborn I am. And he knows that unless he makes me crash, I'm not going to rest. So I've kind of stopped asking him for rest in that aspect and I've learned how to get rest in different ways. Um, Actually, my form of rest now comes um, in the evening after my kids go to bed. I found that that's the best time for me to do my devotionals. I'm able to just sit in my kitchen. It's nice and quiet and I'm able to dive into his word and just talk to him and it's the best way for me to end my day and I struggled with that for a very long time because when I wake up in the morning, um, It's funny, my sister and I are the exact same person. We don't want any lights. We don't want any sounds. 
We just want our coffee and to be left alone. That is the perfect way for me to start my day is before the sun even rises with nothing around me. So in the evening, it doesn't really bother me so much if I just sit in my kitchen with the lights on because it's helping me to relax still. I'm ending my way in a, I'm ending my day with the Lord. And, um, I just, I, I think it's so important that as followers in Christ, we need to learn how to set, set time aside to really talk to him and pray and ask, you know, God, what is it that I need to learn now? What do I need to declutter from my life this time? And actually when I got home from my friends this morning, she had given me a couple of things that she was decluttering from her life. And I am not by any means a hoarder. I, if I had the choice, I would probably throw half the things in my house away. But I know that that's not possible, nor is it feasible. But when I got home, I instead of just bringing more possessions into my house, I got rid of a few possessions to take to, I'm going to take them to Goodwill. And it was kind of my way of mentally and physically decluttering because I didn't add anything to my mental load. I took something away. Um, I was able to kind of open up my living room a little bit more too. The same um, goes into um, the decluttering your love of money. And this might seem kind of off topic and kind of random, but it really does tie into this because the love of money is also mental clutter. Um, because when you have such a love of money, nothing is ever going to be enough for you. You will never have everything that you want. And it's because when your mind is so focused on something else that is not of God, it takes, it takes your, it takes you away from him. And it takes the wisdom, like when you draw closer to God, you're going to gain wisdom and knowledge like never before, like you didn't even realize that you needed. And in Ecclesiastes chapter seven, verse 12, it says, for the protection of wisdom is like the protection of money. And the advantage of knowledge is that wisdom preserves the life of him who has it. So that love of money is kind of like, um, like you, you protect your money put it in the bank. You keep it in your house in a safe. The wisdom that you gain from reaching out to the Lord and really setting your focus on him, you should protect that like you protect your money. Because the more wisdom you have, the more knowledge you have, the better you are to serve those around you. And I don't know if, um, if you're anything like I am, I'm, I'm a big introvert, but, um, I, I'm easily drained by people who are around me. Um, if they're not Christ-like, um, I, I get, I just get so, so worn down. I need to come home and I need to recharge. You need to surround yourself instead of earthly possessions, surround yourself with Christ-like people because there's nothing like cluttering your life. It's not even clutter. There's nothing like filling your life with people who help you stay on the right path of the Lord. That is a kind of clutter that I will gladly accept anytime because it's a clutter 
and it's not, I don't like the term clutter, but I don't know what else to use, but I would so much rather have all of that, um, that energy pouring into my life because that is, that's, I get to take that to heaven with me. I get to preach that to people while I'm on earth and I get to take that to heaven. But when you surround yourself with people who clutter your life, like they don't bring in good energy, they're constantly talking down. It's the gossip, the drama, the hate. You don't want that in your life. That is a type of mental clutter that the enemy is trying to just bring in and help. He does that to try to take your focus away from God. And those people are out there everywhere. They are everywhere that you go. So that's why it's so important to keep your sights set on Christ and to have people around you that help keep that filth and that clutter away. Um, one last verse that I want to go into, and this one's kind of long, but it's Matthew. Um, it's in chapter six and it's about laying your treasures up in heaven. And what that means is it doesn't matter how it doesn't matter about your earthly possessions because all of our graves are the same size. Um, Lay your treasures up in heaven. So in Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, Do not lay your treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, your heart will be also. If God is your treasure, it's in heaven. Your heart is set for heaven. Nobody can steal that from you. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? Darkness cannot exist where light is. And light can go in and cast out the darkness. If you are a living, walking, breathing vessel for the Lord you are a light into someone's darkness and nothing nothing can take that away absolutely nothing it doesn't matter how far you run from God he's gonna find you and that's not to scare you that's to bring you hope he wants he wants you and he will seek you he's not going to force you he's a God of free will but he wants you and he will do whatever it takes to find you. Um, it also says, no one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. You can't serve God and material possessions. You can't serve God and be so filled with mental overload that it takes your focus away from him. You have to choose one or the other, and I pray that you will always choose God. It's hard because we have so much being thrown at us, but I, I pray that you always choose God. And another thing is that when you fill your life with clutter, it can cause you to become anxious because your mind, like I said, is not focused on God. So in Matthew chapter 20 or chapter six, verse 25, therefore I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the air. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour 
on a single hour to span of his life. And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O you little of faith? Therefore do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is in its own trouble. How many of you, myself included, you're always worried? I'm always worried about something, and it's something that I'm trying to work on. But one thing that God has proven to me over and over again is that even when I'm at my lowest and I think that nothing's going to work out and that everything is just over, every single time he has come through and taken care of us, he's taken care of me, he's taken care of my family every single time. So why do I still have such a hard time when something else is thrown at me thinking, well, I don't know what I'm going to do now. There's nothing I can do. I'm just going to go ahead and sit here and worry. I'm going to go ahead and take away precious time that I could have with my kids being happy. And I'm going to sit here and I'm going to worry. What good is that doing me? It's not. It doesn't do me a single ounce of good to worry. I'm learning how to cast my cares to the Lord. I say to him, God, there's nothing I can do about this. You already know the outcome of it. I'm handing it to you and I'm letting it go. And this actually just recently happened to me where something very serious um, has, it ha had happened. And I'm the type of person where I'll spend, you know, one to two days just going through every single scenario in my head. Like, how is this going to go? How much trouble is this going to cause me? And after I've, you know, taken away one to two days of, of joy and happiness, I finally come to terms with God's already got it under control. Let it go. Just let it go. And it's not easy to do. And I don't ever want anybody to think that it is. But it is possible if you can learn how to declutter your life and set your focus on the Lord. That's going to wrap up today's episode, guys. I really hope that this reached whoever it needed to reach. And um, my dear friend this morning who I had coffee with, you are such a blessing. You have no idea what your conversation with me this morning did. And I'm so thankful for, for your friendship. I'm thankful for everybody who listens to my podcast. And God bless you all. Have a good week. Thanks for listening to today's episode. You can find me on Instagram at Slowing Down for Christ Podcast, where you're welcome to send me prayer requests or just a chat. I hope you have a great week.